hello and welcome back to another episode of Simplify Your Business, Amplify Your Life. The whole time versus money debate is definitely a hot one. As I was preparing for this episode, my head was spinning from articles I was reading and one would stand firm in the fact that time is limited and you only have 24 hours in a day, so it's more precious than money. And another would stand firm that money is your most precious resource because it will buy you time and save you time on other things. There are only 24 hours in a day to get everything done. So it is limited and it is precious. Life is too short to waste time. And I've said that many times myself. On the other hand, we feel like there's always a tomorrow. There's always a next year. There's always a new decade because we tend to put things off. With money, we feel like there's never enough. It's a finite resource that we need to constantly compete and hustle for more. So we trade increasing amounts of our time for more money. And when perhaps we should maybe be trading our money to free up more of our time. You need money to spend your time as you'd like, and you need time to make the money you'd like. So the question then, which do you prioritize, time or money? You know what? I say they both deserve priority. The solution to stop this vicious cycle on deciding what's better, time or money, is just to put an end to pitting time against money or vice versa. We're constantly trying to make time and money factors that compete against each other. Despite how alike they are or their importance to business, the two shouldn't continue to fight against each other. It's causing us more problems than it is solutions. We're becoming obsessed with the idea that one is more valuable than the other. But in reality, they can be equal and inequitable at the same time. We would do better in business if we accepted them for what they are and valued them for their actual worth. When you don't have the money to save time, you have to spend your time instead. I was chatting with a client about this time versus money topic when we were discussing about her growing her email list. And like many new entrepreneurs, she wanted to grow her email list organically and not spend money on ads. Totally understandable and something you definitely can do. After a few months of growing her business organically, she realized that doing it organically will take her longer to reach her goal. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. This is where the time versus money topic came up and where it comes up with all of us. Do we have the time to let our business grow organically or are we able to spend some money on ads and things that could help us grow more quickly? Building organically will definitely take time. You have to be in it for the long haul. You have to be willing to spend the time building relationships. Organic growth is a lot less risky and can still allow your business to attract new customers and develop new products at a pace that works for you. But I want to give you five simple ways that you can grow your business organically. Number one is to invest in your website. We live in a digital age and your business needs to be able to keep up with today's customers. And for many would-be clients, your website will be the first experience they have with your business and your brand. Number two is to leverage your social media. Now, social media is an affordable way to grow your business, provided that you use it correctly. Firstly, identify with social media platforms your target audience is likely using and then work towards building your business's presence on that site. 
Number three, host events to promote your business. Workshops and seminars can help you reach out to new customers while also bringing in a little bit of extra income if you charge for them. And you don't have to charge thousands or hundreds for them, but if you charge for them, it'll bring in a little income. In addition, hosting events should lead to increased brand awareness and recognition, so they really are a fantastic opportunity to get your name out there. Number four is network, network, network. You don't have to spend hours each day networking, but it's worth taking some time each week to catch up with your industry peers or seeing whether there are any important events coming up that you could attend. Networking is something that a lot of people avoid because it takes them out of their comfort zone. But it can be really beneficial for your business because it gives you access to potential new customers and mentors. And what's more, networking can also give you the opportunity to learn tips and tricks for more seasoned business owners. And number five is to refer a friend. One of the cheapest and quickest ways of growing your business is to make use of a referral program of some sort. When you offer a client a discount off their next purchase, when a friend they've referred make their first purchase, it's a powerful incentive. So for very little effort, you can reach even more potential clients who have already heard a good word about you, which is always a win. Now, if you have money, even a little bit, to invest in growing your email list, then spending it on some Facebook ads may help grow your list quicker. And I want to give you six tips here if you're looking to do some Facebook ads. Number one is to do your research. You need to be absolutely sure you know the pain points of your ideal clients. Don't assume what they are. To find their pain points, you can look at competitors' reviews on Google, Amazon, and Yelp. You can study forums for your niche. And of course, simply ask your ideal client. Number two, get creative. People are going to miss your ad if the creative part is boring. It needs to stand out and make Facebook visitors stop and take action. And keep in mind, whatever type of ad you create, the creative style needs to be uniform, like from your marketing copy to your website to your emails. Number three, it's all about the headline. You basically have less than three seconds to engage someone and make them decide to read the rest of your copy. To do so, you need a powerful headline. It should be addressing your ideal customer and calling out their largest pain point. Number four, you want to have enticing ad copy. Understand what the pain point is, entice them with a solution, and include your offer. Number five, the irresistible offer needs to be there. Your ad should have an offer, one that is so enticing that the customer can't possibly pass it up. Make it easy for them to download or buy. And number six, keep it simple. You know how I feel about being simple. When we are looking at our Facebook feed, we don't want jargon or complicated words or long-winded explanations. The best ads are written at a fourth grade level, basically meaning people don't have to think when they're reading it. Now, you'll find in business that the time versus money issues will always come up. That's why I think we need to stop the competition between the two because there is a time and place for each of them. When I started my business years ago, I was time rich and money poor. Not that I wasn't extremely busy in my life. I just knew that time was what I had to work with. So I had to put in the sweat equity. 
And maybe you're doing that too, and there's nothing wrong with that. There are so many ways to get scrappy in the beginning of our business to help it grow without spending tons of money. But when you're working hard to make the most of your money, you don't want to lose sight of the importance of your time as well. It's easy to calculate the cost of hiring a virtual assistant or spending money on an automated service. But what about the time those expenses save you? What at first seems like an extravagance could actually be a smart money choice. I want to thank you for tuning in today, and I hope you had some takeaways from this episode. If you liked what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, share it with a friend, and leave a comment and let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. And I also want to remind you, if you're ready to get clients and make money and have freedom in your business, then take the quiz, Are You Actually Ready to Be a Successful Coach? In your results, I give you your three-step action plan for making it happen. Bye for now.